What about it? And well, <laughs> <laughs> what about British versus Pirates? And welcome to Board Game Snobs Podcast. I'll tell you about British versus Pirates. Thank you, Nigel, for is your it, intro. Is it British v Pirates? Today, guess what we're going to talk about? I'll tell you something. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Back in the day, the British. I don't think they really fought the pirates as much as they did the French and the Spaniards. The French were the pirates. Know what I'm saying? No, they weren't. You don't know history. The not, English were the pirates. Know what I'm saying? Have you not, have you not heard of Trafalgar? I've yes. Been, I've been to Trafalgar Square. Yes. Trinidad and Trafalgar? No, no. Trafalgar. Trafalgar Square where Nelson died. Trafalgar Square where Nelson Mandela died. No. Oh. <laughs> No. You're upsetting my my history bone. <laughs> my history bone is quivering. Where Prince Nelson died, a.k.a. Prince. Purple Rain. Moving on. <laughs> you started it. British versus Pirates is made by What some, is Trafalgar? Trafalgar? It's a place where Horatio Nelson... Not Horatio the, Sands? <laughs> from SNL? No. <laughs> Who uh, always broke every episode. And not the guy off CSI. Their famous admiral... Horatio H. Yeah. Nelson. Gotcha. He died fighting the French and kept Napoleon from basically owning everything. Huh. He was a cool dude. So you're saying he was the main person behind the pirates? What I'm saying is is that British versus pirates sucks. Okay. How about that for a review? Okay. It doesn't (laughs) suck. It just is not. It would have been great if it was our first game we ever played 10 years ago. There's your review. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. All right. British versus Pirates. Not approved. Don't like it. Moving on, because that's not what the people want. Do you know what the people want? What? They want pie. Yes. And a good civilization will American make pie. American pie. Who doesn't like pie? I don't. Here's the thing. I like pie. I don't like cobbler. What's the, really? What's, what is cobbler? You don't like peach cobbler? I don't, because it looks like a disorganized it's pie. It's a rectangular pie. It looks like a disorganized pie that's been chopped up. I like my pie to have a thing on the top, No. and it be organized, and not cobbler. Cobbler's just ghetto pie. Peach, <laughs> peach cobbler is rectangular pie. That's all it is. No, I don't like it. It's pie casserole. I don't like pie casserole. <laughs> I want straight up pie. I love peach cobbler. German chocolate, pecan, pecan, depending on where pecan? you're from. Pecan? Really? Pecan or pecan, depending. Do you on where say you're pecan from. or I pecan? Say pecan okay. I grew up in the well, South. then why did you say pecan? Because pe- we have northern listeners. <laughs> they, I don't. Uh, do we? German chocolate. German. German. And anyways, what are we talking about? Oh, Pie Town. Pie Town. German Town. Pie Town. Pie Spy. Uh, Pie Town. Who makes Pie Town? Renegade Games. They make some decent games. They do. Pie, they do. They do. no, I, I said they do. I was oh, seconding. Your, you said that like it was sarcastic. They do. Uh, they do. They do. Renegade. I like Renegade. Uh, pie Town. The catchphrase is "spies, lies, and apple pies." Their marketing guys had a field day with that one, didn't they? Uh, this is a game where you make pies per the title, but also there's a catch to it. Your dice are your workers, but you don't roll them. They just indicate the worker's strength. I thought that was fine. I like that. And it's chunky dice. We don't necessarily usually like... I like my dice. Dice placement. Chunky. 
And when you place your dice out into this little tree, which has your ingredients, which is apparently I found out that not only apples and bananas, but pumpkins apparently grow on trees per their theme. But you go to this tree to harvest all the contents, and you harvest that many contents per the number on your dice. You take those contents, you put them in your storage place, and then you use those to make pies. It sounds very simple, probably because it is simple. But at the same, very t- simple. same time, you're trying to make a pie with certain special ingredients and certain common ingredients. When you make a pie, it goes out on this grid. And you score a few victory points, and then later, when you place a dice out to the like the market area, what was that called? Where you sell all the pies? I think it was the market. You sell a certain row or a certain column. Some of those pies that get sold might not be yours. Some of them might be your enemies. You get points for baking the pie, one or two, depending on if you have uh, upgraded your kitchen, and then you get points for selling your pies. Wow. And that's where your points all come from. But you get uber points from having making your special pie recipe. Your secret recipe, which is two common fruits and a special fruit, which is the exact same as the... Uh, There's pumpkin a fruit. Yes, it has seeds in it. Anything with seeds in it is a fruit. But bananas not a fruit, then. Bananas have seeds in them. They do not. They do, too. I'm going to call you out right now. I'm about to drop some Bananas have small seeds in them. They do not. They do, too. All right, listeners. <laughs> Let's go get make, your phone Don't out. make me Google. Go ahead and Google. And while you're Googling this, I will tell you exactly what you're about to read. 95% of bananas, basically all bananas which are consumed are a monoculture. They are a clone. They lack seeds, meaning that we are currently... In a banana crisis. What may happen one day is that a certain disease may wipe out the current type of bananas that we have, which is the Cavendish banana. And if it happens to wipe out that particular strain, we will be left without bananas. How will we make our pudding then? We simply won't. That is why all bananas are essentially clones. You can Google that if you like. They are produced by monoculture, meaning that you have to cut down a a pre-existing banana tree, planet for it to grow. Thus, they have no seeds. There's no. Going to, to read to you. Go ahead. Okay, this is straight from thespruce.com. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Dropping names. Let's see. Thespruce.com. Some, in fact, are large and take up much of the fruit. Talking about seeds and bananas. Bananas do not have seeds. Making the flesh hard to eat. Bananas do not have seeds. Our commercial bananas, which are for the most part the Cavendish variety. Like I just said. Have been specially bred over the years so that they are seedless triploids. Which with three sets of genes instead of just two that do not form mature seeds. They do not. So have due seeds. to genetic engineering, our bananas don't have seeds. They're not genetic. And all you've ever eaten is bananas from your local grocer. They do not. You go pick a banana off the tree in South Africa, and you will find a banana. Where do bananas grow? South Africa. South America. Puerto Rico. That's Central America. I digress. Where do bananas come from? Pie Town. It's all right. 
It's not that interesting. It's a pseudo worker placement with some nice. Um, I like the actual scoring where you have to sell pies and get victory points, whether you sell them in the column or the row. Because sometimes South America. Sometimes, well, that's where Chiquita comes from. Uh, that you put pies in certain rows, so you might see your opponent putting pies in a certain row, so you put your pies in that row, so that when they waste a turn to sell all their pies, they'll sell some of yours too. There's some tactics to it. I just, I'm not, I'm not hankering to play it again. No, I mean, it wasn't a terrible game by any means. It was a fine game, nice art. So, uh, I mean. It, is it for for board game snobs, me and Jerry, blah. who prefer a little more advanced gaming? No, you're not going to enjoy it. So, board game snobs not approved. But I do think that they're that maybe with your kids there but, might be a certain aspect. It's not. It, it. I'm not knocking it in the head completely. It would be a nice family game. There is an audience out there, but for most board gamers, if you're just buying stuff, you're going to buy this and it's going to sit on your desk. It's going to yeah. sit on your on your shelf. And even the part where you gather your fruit from the orchard, it's it's just you're it, it's just, it's boring. Mm. And that's why I said, like halfway through it, I'm like, I'm doing this is the game, this is it. I'm like, I wasn't intrigued. I wasn't like trying hard to make a decision. I always thought going to the orchard would be fascinating. <laughs> it was not. You know what is fascinating? What's that? Civilization. Okay. We Civilization. Played, we played Sid Meier's Civilization, A New Dawn. Not old Civilization. The new one. Not the not the computer game Civilization. The new one that came out just now by 2K. The new board game by Fantasy Flight, Civilization, A New Dawn. Now, I'm going to say this right now. I do not like Civilization, the computer game. I, really? I don't. I've played it several times. I've never quite got into it. I keep hearing, you should play Civilization 4. Oh, you should play Civilization 5. I just have not quite. It doesn't. This doesn't hook me. And so... I was quite surprised to find how much I liked Civilization, the board game. I like this mechanic that they have where you have a row of cards underneath, I believe, what is that called? Your four, Not your force bar. What was that called? Your power bar? I don't know. I don't know. It's some sort of, it, just imagine like a, 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 a belt. It had all the different land the terrains on it. Terrain, yeah. yeah. And so wherever you pick to use that card, you move it from that position all the way to the back of the line. But wherever you used it from, that's the power that you have. So naturally, you want your cards to be way down the line. So you want your cards to be at power five, I believe, before you use them, because that's where you can get the most use out of them. They're very neat because you can upgrade your cards, go through your personalized stack, and upgrade a certain type of card. There's, those five cards are different types of um, aspects of your civilization. There's culture, military... Uh, economy, things of that nature. You could win the game by fighting, which strangely enough, we did not fight. We didn't fight. I will say. I tried to fight. I failed. The fighting is. They make it hard because like I went after Enrique and his mountains and his mountains are like double the five. I mean, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're, you have to read the rules to understand, but it's very hard. The combat is, is it's different. But it's purposely made out to somewhat discourage you from combat. And the reason it discourages you from combat, if you don't focus on the military, it's going to be difficult to fight. But if your civilization focuses on upgrade your military cards, it's not as hard. So you get multiple chances to attack a certain opponent and be able to wipe them out. 
I like that, that you're, I focused a lot on military to expand my empire, which is how I ended up winning by fulfilling these particular objective cards. I really like that the public objective cards, there's like three of them, they both have two objectives on each one of the three cards. You have to fulfill one objective on each card. And so you never really can tell what a person is doing unless you really observe their actions and see, and, and, and you kind of pick up on it. It takes a little bit of time to look and see what your opponent is doing. But at the beginning, it's kind of up to you to decide what you're doing. But after a while, it's pretty evident. And then you can go out and mess up their plans if you're within the, if you're able. The setup is kind of awkward. And the combat was kind of iffy. I And I will say this. The rule book in this game, it reads just like a regular Fantasy Flight rule book. It's really condensed. It's like you read through this rule book and you're like, all right, I am ready to play. An excellent rule book. But with Fantasy Flight, they generally include another rule book. They do that two rule, two rule book thing where they have one that expounds upon the rules. For whatever reason, they did not mm-hmm. in this, this board game. If you go on Board Game Geek and look at the Civilization Rules Forum, there is just tons of people asking questions and basically breaking the game and trying to figure out, does this do this? Does this do that? And some of the questions are rather stupid. They're people just trying to draw out and, and break a rule for their own for their own uh, benefit. But Fantasy Flight missed the boat. They should have gotten an appendix or something with this game to clarify some of the rules. It was very frustrating trying to learn this game when you're in the middle of it, when you start the game thinking, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing, and then you quickly realize that there's some rule that just is not very well clarified and somebody's wanting to do this. You don't know where to look it up at. It's it. It's a shame. The rule book really set the game back. Other than that, if you can overlook that, and you are a, I will say, an engine building type game where you're shuffling out those cards... You're not very. Yeah. That is kind of engine building. The card thing is that a mechanic? Yes. Did you call me- it mechanical? That is mechanical. You think it's a mechanic? I know it's a mechanic. You know it's a mechanic. I have yes. Okay. I mean, to me, it's just a, it's just the it's thing you do. It's called deck building. But it's not. What do you call the cards in front of you? I don't know. Okay. What do you call the cards that you take out of? What's that little stack called? I don't remember. It's called a deck. Oh. <laughs> don't be. Okay. You're being facetious. <laughs> is that a word? Upsetious or facetious? Upsetious is up-seacious. not a word. I just I literally <laughs> made that up. You're so facetious. You're facetious. Okay. The card uh, moving aspect of the game, Jerry's calling it a mechanic. I guess it would be. I don't know. You're all of your actions. The whole game is in those five. Is it five? Yeah. Five cards. I think. It's five terrains under which you have your five cards. Wow. The highest terrain is your mountains. Mountains. That are, I guess, difficult to traverse. But there's no mountain high enough. You have <laughs> sand, desert, Which plains. sand gets everywhere. <laughs> Trees. To Make the trees. To the trees. Robin Hood. You should know that. Your That's favorite my favorite movie. movie. Uh, so you have sand, planes, trees, automobiles. There is no automobile. Mountains. Mountains. 
What's the other one? It's just dirt. Dirt. <laughs> Some sort of terrain. It's like rough I think hills. I think there's five it's terrains. Hills. It's five terrains. It's hills. So you know how inclines get you. You simply pull back your one card off that terrain from one to five, five being the highest, which is mountains. One is what? You remember? Just field. We don't know. A paved okay. field. Field. Prairie. Whatever. Of dreams. Field of dreams. Okay. Talk about disappointments of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> These are the movies. I tried. I, I grew up in the time that Field of Dreams was a smash hit. I love Kevin Costner. I I, 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 I can take him or leave him. I, I mean, he's been in many great movies. I know Robin Hood is dear to your heart. It is dear to mine. I tried to watch Field of Dreams. He mows the cornfield. Within 20 minutes, he's listening to everything that happens in that cornfield without question. Well, it was very, And very- he builds the thing. He builds it. And they come. A Field of Dreams is a terrible movie. What if Kevin Costner listens to us? What if he's one of the 30 people that regularly listens in on us? And you've just... Kevin, sh- I'm sorry. Kevin Costner. I'll always forget. Robin Hood, I love. The key... I'm going to tell you right now. That man... 13 days. Uh, I like 13 right, days. Here, here it is. Kevin Costner's gotten old. There's Park no- the God, have yard. And he's got he's got a band now. He's in a band. Look it up. Oh Kevin Costner's band. Everybody has a band. But I was moved when I watched your bowels? the Superman <laughs> show. Bowels what was it called? The Man of Steel. And he's oh, the dad. He's Paul Kent. He's the dad. He and was that a good Paul Kent. Coming, yes. And he's like, he's hurt his leg. Yes. He's saving the dog. One and of like, the few best parts of, even though that's not the way Paul Kent dies. And he's like, holds out his hands like, no, just let the tornado take me. Oh, my gosh. And then that was it. Paul Kent. Uh, yes, Kevin away. Costner is a good actor. Field of Dreams is not a good movie for this good actor. He got swept within ten minutes. He's like, "What's that voice? I hear a voice. There's a voice in the field. It's telling me to do this. Okay, I'm going to do it." His wife backs him up based on nothing. That movie is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. And I watched it. I tried to watch it for the first time. I'm like, I can't believe this is like. Build it and they will come. Build it and they will come. I've heard that my whole life. Didn't know what it was talking about. I knew it was filled with dreams. I was like, okay, I've heard about this movie my whole life. I'm going to watch it. I made it through the first 30 minutes. I could not watch another another second. Wow. It was terrible. Well, here's the thing. With civilization, if you build it, the victory points <laughs> will come. <laughs> because I won simply based on Okay, let me Let me address this as well. Okay. The three tokens that say, okay, you need to do this, this, or this. They're cards. The three cards. Since you don't know what those are now anymore. <laughs> I've blocked it out. All you have to do is one on each of those. One victory point condition on yes. each of those yes. cards. And the game is over. Yes. I misread the... I misunderstood... Stop, Great stop. Great butthurt coming. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourself. I Red misunderstood alert. the rules. Butthurt. To the extreme. One of them says 15. You have to get 15 of your tokens on either waterfront property or the edge of the map. Right. I was working towards that. Right. As was I. As you were. There was another one, but on the bottom, it's like two tokens of natural wonders. Yes. That's super easy. The whole time I was working, fighting Enrique, looking at your stuff, trying to figure that out. 
It's the same thing. It does not matter. It's not 15 points. It's just you do that. So go for the cheap, easy thing, which is go for those natural wonders. No, no. Okay, number one. Basically, you're saying is that you thought, I thought that you would get 15 victory points. Yes. And you never realized no. that it was indicating that you should put out 15 of your tokens. I knew that. Even though I made it very clear that the person who puts one of their token on each of these cards, they are the winner. And when that happens, the game no, is over. I, you, I, I did not understand that last part. Well, that's because you decided to interpret these were victory points. Well. And you lost. Well. And you didn't didn't do anything there. Anyways, Civilization. I've not played. So, Civilization. I've not played. Either you're a winner or a loser. There is no second, third, fourth place. It doesn't matter if you win an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. I understand that. But in civilization, that's what I don't understand. I understand, but I don't understand. Well, I took my... Either you win... Or you lose. So as soon as you win, it's, it's over. over. It's Game over. over. So everybody over. else just loses. They're dead. Yes, they're dead. Their civilization sucks. Because I went out... Because of I that went, fact, I'm not crazy about it. I need to play it again. I went out... If I win, I'll be happy. And I expanded and my I civilization. And And we danced with the wolves. <laughs> Jerry won. Jerry expanded his. He got the five... And I was America. You got the five... America. What do they call that? The five cities surrounded by... Oh, no. I, mature. I, five yeah, mature, mature cities. cities. Uh, you had... Uh, well, yeah, I had my five mature cities. Yeah, five mature cities. You had 15 locations near water or the edge of the map, which and, is what I was going and for. And I had two red or military wonders. And then two military wonders? Because yeah, I was all about the military. The, gaining the military wonders is very easy. If I had known, military. that's all I had to do. I would have went for you it. You did it. You already did it. I gained the two military. I didn't know all I needed was two of whatever else. All right. Um, and also, we didn't know that we could attack each other and steal their level, wonders. Level 10 butthurt. Level 10 uh, Whatever. Butthurt. Whatever. Is Mr. You didn't page, explain it. Paging Mr. Moraga. Mr. <laughs> you Moraga. didn't explain it. Come into the butthurt clinic. Uh, well, I am butthurt, and okay. I would like some medicine. Well, here's the here's <laughs> what medicine you got for my butthurt. I got hurt. you some medicine right here. This is called... Raiders of the North Sea. Okay, well, hold before before we move on, I'm moving on. Civilization, a new dawn, board game snob is approved or not? I don't know yet. You know why? I'm going to play it a couple more times. I want to play it with two players. I want to try it with a different, some different tactics. But right okay. now, okay, I am enjoying it. It's a limbo. I, it has a it has a place in my collection. I feel okay. I would not. It, it, now I'm not going to. I wouldn't encourage everybody to go out there because of that rule book, but. It is. It's very interesting. It was. It was nice. Pie Town board game snobs approved. Not approved. I don't. I'm not feeling. Not approved. It. I'm not. Well, that's harsh. Not approved. Uh, British versus pirates. Not approved. Okay, that's a shock. Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition. Uh, 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 no. Excellent rule book. You say. Loved it. Gameplay. Loved it. Uh, it's long. It's very long. We need to play it at least one more time before you know we long, give a definitive draw- edition. It's long and it's drawn out and. There's some great parts in it, but sometimes it goes a little slow. You know what that's like? Waterworld. That's true. Waterworld. I watched that, I think, three times in theaters. Kevin Costner. Yeah, wait. You know what? Hopper. I've wondered. I've wondered, peace, about Hopper. I've wondered this about you, and what? I wonder if you do this on purpose or on accident. What? You mentioned Kevin Costner in almost every episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Whether or not we mean this to happen... 
Kevin Costner has been mentioned several times in our board game stops. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a thing. It's a board game stops Kevin thing. Kevin Costner is it. You've talked about board uh, Kevin Costner in several episodes. I have not. You have. Maybe I've been a disagreeable nerd. I have not. I get them confused. I have not. I have not. But Raiders of the North Sea. <laughs> don't, don't just. No, I'm not on. changing the subject. I'm saying. Okay. Raiders of the North Sea. You, know, you know what's award winning like Kevin Costner? Okay. Hold on. Raiders of the North Sea. It's award winning. Much like a certain well-known actor. Dances with Wolves. Mm. Award winning. It wasn't a spill, didn't it? Did it? No. What? It got nominated. Raiders? Spill. Or Dances with Wolves. Oh, no dances won. <laughs> Tatanka. Tatanka. Uh, but uh, uh, Raiders of the North Sea got nominated. What language was that? Was that Dakota or Sue? That was Sue. Sue. It was. She was Kicking Bird. Kicking, Kicking Bird. Uh, But Raiders of the North Sea got nominated. We had not played it. We had neglected to play any of the Raiders or Sailors or Seafarers or whatever it was. That's because that's all just now coming out, which I realize as I follow Cool Stuff, Inc. It's been coming out. It's all been on pre-order. No. Well, sure, Kickstarter, I guess. But all that uh, Rune Saga, Explorers... Seafarers, all that has just come on cool stuff. You're wrong about Kevin Okay, Kostner, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're talking about writers go. It is an interesting worker placement where you have three different colors of workers. And during your action, you will place a worker down. Black, gray, white. Go. Doesn't matter. You will place a worker down, do that action. Then you will pick a worker to pick up and do that action. I like that. And then once you've gotten all your stuff together. It's a worker placement, displacement. You decide to go out on a raid. You figure out what areas you can raid. You have to have a certain amount of crew members, which are cards that you will place to, in a tableau in front of you. Certain amount of supplies to get you out there and some other requirements. And then you, instead of placing a worker that time in the city or the little village, you just place your worker in whatever outpost or monastery or fortress that you're attacking. You go there. Sometimes you roll some dice. The higher number your attack value is, the more victory points you get. And you get those resources. You bring them back to the village, and you can basically spend them by giving them to the chief. Get victory points. Rinse, dry, repeat. I'll emphasis on the dry. I found it to be very dry. I found it to be very good. Really? Tell me what you liked about it. It's one of those games, like many Euros... As Jerry digs into his cereal box. Go ahead. <laughs> Very loudly. Getting my grains. Getting your wheat on the food pyramid. Should be a food circle now. Isn't that right? Just go. Don't they recognize I'm a food circle? My sugar's getting low. <laughs> I, we were playing the game. Jerry explained it. I somewhat understood what to do. And then like, I like a game that I'm playing. And then like, it suddenly clicks. Not in the fact that I know exactly what I'm going to do, but just simply in the fact that I know what I'm doing. Like, oh, okay, this is how the game works. This is how I need to play the game. Now, I didn't win that first game. Jerry destroyed me that first game. But I actually, un- I, in the rule... I was untouchable. In, in that first game, this is one of those games where... I mean, okay, you like... Seemingly, you lapped me in points. It was like 40 to... Actually, I don't have to look. I don't have to guess. It was a lot. But I could guess. 
But uh, it was like our first game, I think I had 40 or 50-something. You had 70-something. But in those two, uh, in a couple of those moves up top on the very topmost tier, they're all worth like 20 points apiece, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So that's all it takes is just a couple 20-pointers. Yeah, the first game was 70 to 44. Okay? Yeah. The next game, I won 83 to 75. Close. Close. So it's to me, it's one of those games where the points don't really matter. Like, because you can make one move that's a 20-point difference. And it would seem like a lot, but it's just one move. Why are you shaking your head? I'm shaking my head because you know what I'm talking about, but go ahead. Why are you shaking your head? You made three moves in that first game that I didn't make, and that was your 30-point difference. Three moves. It's not like it's a two-point difference. It's a 30-point difference, but really it's just a three-move difference. So I'm saying the points... You're not making, Although they you're, sound far apart, they're not that far apart in this making, game. You're saying you're saying the game's tight. No, because I'm saying you could make one move, you could go up top and yeah. make a 20-point spread. Which I did. But that's just going up top and saving enough stuff. Which is mean that I planned better than you. I had a better crew than you. I went up there and rolled dice and manipulated the board to where I could get better resources and make more points than you. So, yes... It's not just simply as placing a guy. But now, but lots of games, you can do all that crap, and it's still just a five-point game. So, well, I don't understand. And what I'm saying is, in this points, in this game, points come easy. (laughs) Whatever. We both scored 70 and 80 points. Uh, As relative. You don't even know what you're talking about. Your relative. Your relative. Who's your relative? My relative. Who are your relatives? I... I had a and why uh, are they here? uncle that worked as I don't a care about relatives. <laughs> he was a bodyguard to Whitney Houston. Okay, my and he'll I, always love me. My point is, in the first game you beat me, right? Second game I beat you barely. <laughs> okay, Jerry. First of all, doesn't I like to admit he loses? And if he does lose, he likes to have some asterisks as to why he tell lost. Me, but tell him about my win ratio. Tell them about it. Your win ratio is decent. Decent. Tell them about it. The majority of time I win. The majority of time you do win by 1%. 51%. You win by a 1%. 51% of the time. That means half the games you play, who's the victor? You. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? What? It, it feels good. Well, I'm glad it for feels you. feels really good. You know who else was a winner? Who? Wider. Why? Why are we talking about this? Uh, Kevin Costner? Because Kevin Costner played him in a movie? Perhaps. <laughs> I'm telling you, you refer to Kevin Costner way more than you know that you do. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner is mentioned way more than normal. It's like an ongoing theme throughout Disagreeable Nerd and Board Game Stop. Okay, so Raiders of the North Sea. In the last several weeks, if not days, I don't really know. I'm not keeping track. Cool stuff has had Rune Saga of the North Seas or whatever. I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, Explorers of the North Sea and Seafarers of the North Sea. Explore it. Explore it all day. Explorers has a solo mode is the only reason I've even looked at it. Oh, yeah. But if we go back to the base game, Raiders of the North Sea, I enjoy it. I really like it. 
and I just like doing it. I enjoy the game. I enjoy it more than Jerry. Obviously. So I approve it. What do you do? I see why people will like it. I think that the theme is very dry. I think it's very dry next to absent. I do think that the artwork on the cards is very nice. I like the mechanisms. I think it tends to be a very well-balanced game. I love the put one down, pick one up. I know. They're, they're having a board meeting. They're like, you know what we should do to spice this up? Instead of putting the worker down and doing the action, What? wait a minute. What pick, if then pick, you pick one, one up? up? But that's new. Oh, snap. T- tell me another game that's done that. Uh, I don't know. but It's you- new. It's something different, and I applaud you for it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's new. I appreciate it. Oh, boy. Well, it don't take a lot to impress you, does it? Well, it doesn't. All right, but well, I still know it, what I know. The do theme, what I do. The theme is very light. I enjoyed it, but it did not. I did not leave that game thinking about it. It's one of those games that I don't know what my move can be. I can plan to a degree. Yes, you can. You can very well plan. But then the next player will do something. That will keep you from making the move you want to make. And so now you have to think to yourself, now, now what am I going to do? I got to do something else, which is fine. So there's not a lot of long-term planning. There's a lot of short-term planning with a long-term goal of going out and getting your victory points the way that you want to. Whether it be through building up your uh, doing raids or just making offerings and which areas of the board that you visit. I enjoyed it. It was nice. I, I don't... Think it's a worthy of the spiel nomination by any means. Well, they uh, gave it to Exit Games. Do you think they are? Exit was something new. And you mean and if you say that picking up a meeple and doing the action is on the same line of an exit game, right right now, I'm gonna I'm just yeah. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> what to say. I'm what? Just, I'm I'm what? gonna be I'm gonna be just as I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I just, I don't know what I'll do. I don't care for those exit games. I prefer the Unlock series. But that's neither here nor there, as you like to say. It's a decent game, but I'm going to just beware that Raiders of the North Sea, it's a Euro game. It is not an Ameritrash game. It is a very, if you love worker placements, which I think a lot of people do, this I one do. is slightly different. It is. But it did not rock my world. It did not rock Jerry's world. But would I... But it did mine. Would I blanket approve it? It's not bad. I'm... I'm, I'm Seal of approval, not seal of excellence. uh, We're not doing that. You like it. That's good. I I like it. If I never play it again, would my feelings be hurt? No. Okay. Fine. Fine. Moving on to something else. This is another game that is an old... Old classic game that we just played for the first time. This is not on the list that I have avoided because I didn't think I was gonna like it. What game are you talking about? This is not on our list to talk about. You're going off script, and it's had an expansion. You know who else wings it, if not more than one? (laughs) Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, (laughs) he speaks from his heart. Kingsburg. I don't, I'm not familiar with that field. A dice placement game. We have played... The first dice placement game I ever had was Alien Frontiers. And I got that because upon looking at reviews, etc., etc., YouTube, people seem to prefer Alien Frontiers to 
Kingsburg. Like Kingsburg was the first, then Alien Frontiers come out. I don't know if that's fact. That seems to me to be the way that it occurred. That's your facts. That's your that's reality. That's my facts. Live Copy your facts. Re- live your reality. That's my reality. Um, I had Kings uh, Alien Frontiers. We played it a couple times. Jerry was not a fan. Mm, it's okay. It's a, It's okay. I sold it. Jerry recently... Gets Kingsburg, the new... Is that the revised edition? That is the revised Z-Man second edition of Kingsburg. That has all the expansions in it. Yes. Which, actually, we haven't used yet, right? Nothing. We have not used... We have played solely the base game. We've played the base game of Kingsburg, and I love it. Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing. Oh, sorry. I have... Your OneDrive is 92% full, just FYI. Thank you. Okay. Kingsburg, i.e., the game should be... Should have been named Gold, Wood, Stone, Build. Because that's basically what you're doing. You roll dice. And mind you, I don't like dice placement games. I don't like the idea of rolling dice and then having to position them. There's something about that mechanic that just I, doesn't excite me. Either way, the game is very simple in what it's trying to do. It's very simple. It's very simple. Very simple. It didn't fire my synapses to make me really think ahead of what I'm doing. The most thinking I did was after I rolled the dice, I look out and go, where am I going now? What's the best move I can? Which requires basic addition to figure out pretty much what I'm going to do and what I'm going to build next. You place these dice on the various characters and they give you the resources and or actions that are there. Go round robin. It's done. You decide to build with what resources you have. You do this three times and then you're attacked. And hopefully you have enough armies to defend yourself. Does Kingsburg rock my world? No. I hate dice placement games. Is Kingsburg a good game? Yes. I think that if you are a, if you like dice placement games, if you want a light dice placement games, and this is without playing the expansions, I think that it is probably my favorite. It is my favorite in a genre that I hate. Why do you hate the Kingsburg? I don't hate Kingsburg. Why do you hate the dice placement? It's just a it's it's a cop out. What do you mean? It's a cop out. Instead of placing a worker, they say let's randomize and have instead of trying to develop a board design that says let's place this worker here, place this worker there. But whatever it might be, it's just, let's just roll dice and let it be completely random. And there's something about that randomness that I don't like. But I do see why people like that type of randomness. So out of Kingsburg, Alien Frontiers, Pie Town. Kingsburg. Would you put Pie Town in the same category? And easiness? Mm, Yes, and easy. Well, no, and easiness, I think they're about the same. In complexity? In... And I don't know. Just which if someone said, "Let's play Pie Town or Kingsburg." Kingsburg. I think Kingsburg has more interesting decisions, almost simply based on the fact of you got those barbarians slash whatever else that's going to attack you yes. at the end of the round. Yeah. If you do not defend yourself against that, it will mess you up. That is why I won, and that's why Jerry won. I defended myself because he built all his stuff in preparation of that. And I had lost everything twice. Yes. Well, not everything, but you lost. I lost some major things twice. Because you don't plan ahead. Winter's coming. Winter's. (laughs) Very true. Very true. But. Go ahead. I don't hate it. 
It's actually, I was impressed by how much I liked it. Mind you, I bought this game. You bought it. <laughs> Knowing what it was, hoping that this would change my mind. And I must say, Kingsburg did change my mind. I like it more than what I thought. It's enjoyable. I really like it. And if you if I, if you come in and you want to play it, I will play it, and I will have a decent time. It won't it won't rock my world, but it is a decent game. And and for that, it does exactly what it says it does. Well, I I like it very much. I like Kingsburg very much. It's I like streamlined games. I don't know, and it's got interesting decisions. I mean, not super interesting. Gold wood. What are you going to build with? And or are you going to defend yourself against the incoming invaders that are going to happen at the end of the round? You got to be ready for them. Because if you're not ready for them, they will mess you up at the end of the round. Jerry prepared. He built the right buildings. Maybe that's a strategy that needs to be uh, exploited. I don't know. But for me, it's a good game. So this has been another episode of Board Game Snobs. Uh, I'm Gabby. I'm Jerry. Have a good day. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.